The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In these times of rapid change, chaos, and crisis... A new wave of legendary leaders is rising up to answer their higher calling. Many are not famous nor have followers, though some do. They are brave individuals like you, seeking your highest truth and committed to deep personal change. Welcome to Legendary Leaders Answering the Higher Calling with your host Maria Danley. Here is the innovative support you've been looking for to become the legendary leader you are destined to be. Now, here's Maria Danley. Hello, and welcome to Legendary Leaders Answering the Higher Calling. I'm your host, Maria Danley, and I'm thanking you all for being here today. Legendary Leaders focuses on the artistry of channeling with our guest today, Annie Bossingham. Annie is a full-time professional channel, an expert on channeling, and a teacher of channeling across the United States. So what is channeling? What are the top benefits that you'll receive if you learn to channel? How does channeling accelerate your personal growth? And why is it valuable for you to learn channeling during this time of tremendous change? We'll be discussing these questions today on our show, and we'll be taking your calls. The phone lines will stay open for all of you to call in and ask questions about channeling. And as a very special treat today, I just learned this morning that Annie Bossingham will be demonstrating her channeling live on the air today. So you can call in, and if you have questions, you can speak to her entities, and they will answer your questions. And also, we'd like to do that in the order of people who call in. And many of you have that number. It's one 866 Four seven two five seven nine five. So please do call in eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. So the legendary leaders radio show. This is just an announcement for those of you that may not be knowing this. That our show is going to be moving to a new location in January. We will be leaving Voice America for a period of time and going to another radio network. So if you like our show and you want to hear more Legendary Leaders radio shows, please go to this email or this address, www.legendaryleaders.com, and put your name and email in the box under the words, Become a Legendary Leader, Join Our List. And if you sign up there by joining that list on the homepage of legendaryleaders.com, you'll also hear about free webinars that I will be teaching in the new year to help you all accelerate your personal and spiritual growth. 
These webinars will be about many different topics. So, for example, you'll help, you'll learn how to deepen your intuition skills, something that I'm trained in. And I'll also show you how to have greater ease when you need to have difficult conversations with your boss, a, fr a friend, or a family member. And I'll also be having a webinar on how to deal with difficult people, people that you can't avoid, and how do you actually deal with them. So coming up in the new year, I'll also be giving a webinar on fast and effective energy management skills that will show you how to stop your mind when it's spinning or scattered and show you how to shift your energy in minutes when it's stuck. You'll also learn how to grow your confidence in your valued self and much, much more. So please go to that website, legendaryleaders.com, and sign up in the, quote, become a legendary leader, join our list uh, area. It's on the front page there. And if you don't do it right now, you may miss the opportunity to receive these free, valuable gifts and information. So please do go there and put your name in the email boxes. And I do want to stay in touch with you. You've all been such loyal listeners, and I thank you. Again, for the number to call into the show today so that you can hear Annie in her channeling and have your questions answered, it's one 472 Also, I'm currently scheduling one-to-one -one personal higher self readings where you can ask questions on any topic and you'll receive direct answers to those questions from your higher self. And you can contact me directly by emailing me at maria at legendaryleaders.com. The link to sign up on the legendaryleaders.com website right now is not currently working, so it's far better just to contact me directly, again, at maria at legendaryleaders.com. So if you're interested in a longer reading where it's much more personal, we cover a lot of information in an hour, please go there and email me at that address. Let me tell you a little bit about our guest today, Annie Bossingham. I met Annie years ago when I was going to Lazarus. You've heard me talk a lot about Lazarus and metaphysics. And Annie studied metaphysics there. But I was also introduced to her channeling when she was doing some channeling right here in the Bay Area. And I was stunned by the accuracy, by the beauty of her channeling. And I also signed up for one of her channeling classes. So I have firsthand information about what it is to do a channeling class with Annie. And it is such a treat. I certainly want to talk more about that. <clears throat> but I will say this. If you want to grow and accelerate your personal growth, your spiritual needs, you want to accelerate that growth, I believe channeling is one of the fastest ways and most, let's say, excellent or efficient ways to do it. It is wonderful, and Annie is a spectacular teacher of channeling. So let me tell you a bit about her background. I have a frog in my throat one moment. Annie Bossingham used to own two talent agencies in Los Angeles. She represented some of the most well-known directors in the film and advertising industry for over two decades. During that time, in the mid-'80s, she began to have unusual experiences that led her to the discovery that she was a channel. After studying channeling with Sean Randall, the leading channel channeling teacher in Los Angeles, she became the sponsor and event planner for Brazilian psychic channel and healer Luis Gasparetto, famous for channeling the master painters. Seven years ago, Annie finally made the commitment to align to that destiny that was set in motion many years ago, and she now channels as a full-time professional, teaching the artistry of channeling in Marin and in several locations across the United States. 
And he also travels to Japan two or three times a year to spend a month doing private sessions there and teaching metaphysical classes through Synchronicity Japan. Please welcome my guest today, Annie Bout Bossingham. Hi, Annie. Hi, Maria. Thank you for that uh, um, beautiful opening. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome, and I can't speak more highly about her classes. I would fly to any destination to take those classes. I can say what, you know, we will talk, I, I may as well say it right now, One every day of Annie's classes, and she usually does them on weekends, each day was like opening a greater gift of understanding of who I was. Even in the very first weekend, we opened up to our higher selves, and I began a deeper intimacy with my higher self based on Annie's work, and I was stunned. It was a, it was an area that was so exquisitely done by Annie, and so I'm thrilled to have her here today. Annie, for many of the people out there, many do know what channeling is, but why don't you give them an idea? What is channeling? Uh, well, to put it simply, Maria, uh, channeling is just the process of receiving information or inspiration from realms beyond our physical reality. And uh, I like to say that uh, the focus is really not on the source of the information, but rather upon the essence of what is received. And uh, um, and channeling may come in a variety of forms. Yes, it can come through words. Uh, we do focus on vocal channeling in the classes. But also it can come in the form of pictures or visions or signs or symbology. And people, of course, use it uh, in a variety of ways for writing or for creating art and uh, uh, new ideas, visions. Um, it's just receiving from outside our conscious knowing. Mm, absolutely beautiful. Well, I, I know about channeling, and I'm interested to hear when you say that in the mid-'80s you began to have unusual experiences that led you to that discovery. Would you like to share one of those unusual experiences? <laughs> well, I will. First of all, it, it began with that Shirley MacLaine book, Out in the Limb, that was so popular, and I believe it was published in 1986. And uh, when I read that word channeling, it was like a light went off in me, and I knew that it was true. However, at that time, it was very difficult to find anyone who channeled. It was all new. And uh, shortly after that, I received an invitation to witness someone channeling at a psychic bookstore. And uh, mm -hmm. from there, uh, someone led me to uh, Daryl Anka, who had just begun to channel Bashar, uh, very close to where I was working. And so I would, uh, this was when Bashar was in a small living room channeling to just a few people, and then, of course, the, uh, more and more people ended up coming. But shortly after that, what began to happen to me was, uh, as I was representing a director at the time, we would be in conversation on the couch talking about his career, and um, all of a sudden, in my mind's eye, I would see him in the corner of the room, which would be about 15 feet away, and I would also see him on the couch at the same time. Wow. And so I saw him in two locations. It would last for just a few seconds, and then it would all merge back together again. And the third time that happened, it didn't frighten me for some reason, but the third time it happened in a month, I went into my office and I sat sat there and in my mind I asked, am I a channel? I don't even know how I came up with that question, but am I a channel? And in that moment, I felt this love pour into my body and surround me, and it was something that I had never, ever experienced before. And so that was my answer. 
Wow. <laughs> and uh, uh, from there, I consulted with uh, another channel to ask if I was meant to be a channel, and they said uh, that it was a part of my destiny. It was a part of my pre-incarnational choice. However, she said, you always have free will. So you can either align or you can say no thanks. And, of course, at that time, I chose to align, not really knowing uh, where it would lead me. And, uh, um, and uh, it's been an up-and-down, I will say, relationship for a very long time. And, uh, and now I just embrace it. Totally. Mm, mm, that is so beautiful. I, I know you had that quotation of, I understood that I had had the choice in the decision to step into this destiny, or I could simply say no. I made the choice to align. Well, I think a lot of people, and I know for myself, when I first heard about channeling, I, I'm surprised that I, I took it, and not myself as a channel, but just even, even hearing about people who were channels. Uh, in the old days, it would be Seth, and then I heard about Lazarus. And I think it's very easy to make up all kinds of ideas about what channeling is and does the entity come into your body and are you possessed and all of that. Why don't you clear that part up, you know, the safety oh, of channeling? Yes, there are a lot of misconceptions. Uh, yeah. uh, and uh, it, it's particularly in the 80s, there was uh, uh, there is a lot of mystery around it. And even how it happens, no matter how many... Uh, no matter how the entities explain how it happens, let's face it, it's still a mystery. But uh, in the class, we do talk about some of the basics, yes, to um, kind of ground people in their choice to become a channel, such as one of the big ones, one of the big myths is that the entities inhabit your body. They absolutely do not inhabit your body. Where would you go? Yes. Um, but they mainly work through the chakra system, and it really depends upon the entities and how they access you, they find you through resonant causation, uh, your particular signature vibration is always uh, uh, how they end up discovering you, finding you, so on and so forth. Um, the channeling is also a co-created event, which we all, which uh, Samuel and I and Luma always teach. It's a co-created event with you participating as equal meaning that you stand shoulder to shoulder uh, and and you are witness in this process that you release in a way your personality construct and kind of melt into the energies that are there and become a witness in the process. And when you also open up to this connection, I think it's important for all of us to realize that what we are is an organic modem and that we truly have access to any and all kinds of information that we might desire at any one time. And so to practice opening up, to be able to shift our resonance into more of a gamma state of being uh, is so much a part of the process in order to become a, um, how should I say, uh, a beautifully attuned channel so that you really allow the fluidity and the, the fullness of the beings that you might be channeling. So there are all kinds of ideas that we teach in class about what are the basics of channeling, and those are just a few of the ones that we talk about. 
Well, I love your saying that, Annie, and, I, and for all of you out there, this is not about, hey, take um, Annie's class because then you want to put out a sign and that you're a channel and, and start charging money. I, I never went to your class for the reason that I, I wanted to channel entities because I knew I was a relay channel and the difference is that um, I wasn't aware of a specific entity coming through me, but I knew that I had this gift to be able to see and hear and, and see the be- beings beyond and they would talk to me directly so I would relay what they were saying. But I went to Annie's class, not only because she is so wonderful, and I was thrilled by the channeling sessions I had privately with her, but I wanted to expand my ability to receive and hear and understand, and I had no idea how much it would change my, uh, let's say, exponentially accelerate my personal growth. And for that I, that, that reason alone, not that you, you've got to meet a new entity, it's, it's really about that. Will you talk a little bit more about that acceleration of personal growth? Oh, it absolutely is an acceleration. First of all, <clears throat> what, what, what happens in the class is that I teach it as an integrative act, meaning that you are in relationship with many of these entities already and have been throughout your life uh, at other levels of your consciousness. And now when you are in a channeling class, you are partnering consciously with these beings that you have already been in relationship with on these more expanded levels of your consciousness. Therefore, you now are living that which these other aspects of your consciousness have already been living. And you also... Uh, are opening up to levels of creativity and greater possibilities as you open up to these new ideas, to the wisdom that is shared, to the new perspectives that are presented. I don't think there is anyone in the class who has not shifted and changed dramatically as a result of sitting in that wisdom, sitting in that love, witnessing these new perspectives, plus the, the gentleness, the tenderness, mm-hmm. the uh, uh, unconditional love that is present has tremendous impact on those who are channels. And also I think one of the myths of the past is that a, an unconscious channel was better than a conscious channel. And uh, we really dispel that myth because I think in this evolution of consciousness that we're involved in, it's not about creating more and more separation. It's about integration. And therefore, as an example, you as a wonderful uh, uh, relay channel, and it's really about the level of processing an individual has done to create that kind of clarity. It has nothing to do with the level of trance state. It all has to do with the personal processing the individual has done, with their willingness to set aside their own belief system, to allow the integration, perhaps, of of an entity's belief system. And so you shift and change as a result Mm -hmm. of, of, of these interactions. There's no way around it. (laughs) <laughs> There's no way around it. Kind of like you, there was no way around it. You started seeing person in two places at once. I don't know how you did that without being afraid. I think that would have been... But you know, that's kind of... You hear that when people see ghosts and stuff. When it's real, they, they don't get afraid. They just say, yeah, I, I saw this thing. And, but it's what we watch it in the movies. That's when we can get scared. But yeah. putting, putting the fear aside, I will put it this way. Fear is the last thing that you're feeling because um, when... 
uh, well, I guess you could be you have your own fears, but I know that when those when you open up and Annie in and Duma and Samuel and those entities that come through and teach the class through Annie, it's a co-creation, as she said, you'll you ha- you feel this love pouring into your body in a way that you might have not have felt before. You feel loved, you feel held. And then it's so fun to try and interpret what these energies and, and might be saying, what what might be coming through. And you, I could feel it does really cr- create more. Uh, imagination, creativity, and a connection to a much bigger world. Oh, absolutely so. And I think as our consciousness is expanding, as as we are moving to a new paradigm, uh, we are opening up uh, to the realness of these unseen realms. And as we have developed our consciousness on our spiritual journey, we've we've learned how to explore our subconscious and we've learned how to explore our unconscious mind. And now we are beginning to explore uh, with intention and with desire and with an enthusiasm these other realms of possibility and uh, uh, these other realms of consciousness. And it's very exciting. And uh, uh, and to discover that in our process of, of practice and, and personal processing, that as we do that, as we lift our own uh, hesitations to become more, then we shift our resonance. And as we shift our resonance, we have even greater and greater access to these other beings who love us immensely. And uh, uh, it's just such an honor in the channeling class in particularly. One of the reasons I love to do it is that it's such an honor to meet these new entities as they are, in a sense, birthed into our reality through the, through the students. It's just mm. a privilege. Well, coming up shortly, probably just after the break, we're going. Annie is going to do some channeling for us. So do call in so you can line up because we're going to take you in the order that you do call in, one 472 5795 And again, that number is 866-472-5795. If you have a question um, that you would like to answer today by one of Annie's cha- um, channeled entities, please do start calling in now. You know, Annie, one of the things that was fascinating to me, there were so many gifts in that class. I just kept feeling it even after the first day, okay, I, I made my money back, but that's all I need. And then the next day I go, well, that's all I need. <laughs> and I kept, yeah. but, but the other piece that was so beautiful is that it's very intimate with the class members that are there. And when you watch the entities coming through them or you watch them expanding into the more of who they are, I actually see all those people very differently. I see them as more of their future selves than as the current you know, person that does the shopping and takes care of the kids or whatever. And that's a fascinating thing to look through those eyes. Oh, yes. And uh, I think that in my career, that's, I really have developed a love for humanity as a result of this work. And what I mean by that is that uh, uh, in some of my sessions, yes, and particularly when I was doing birth work with children, um, when I witnessed what individuals were carrying, when I could see the pain, when I could uh, allow that um, those those deep emotions to to come through my body, and I was actually feeling them, I just began to love humanity in a new way because I saw that no matter the pain that we are in, no matter what our trauma is, we still get up and keep going. Mm. And my love and respect for humanity grew. Everyone has a story. 
Everyone has a story. Everyone has been on a spiritual journey. And I just grew to love human beings as never before as a result of this work. And to really see how the entities love, honor, respect the patience that they have, the understanding that they have, and that unconditional love, to be able to witness that is such a privilege. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know anyone who would not be impacted and changed by being allowed to witness those kinds of interactions. I love your saying that. I know it's a different discussion to talk about the birth work that you did. I can say to the listeners that Annie used to do some work with, with helping people to get in touch with their birth experience. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, or should we just focus on your classes? Oh, your- uh, I'll talk a bit about it, uh, just because um, one thing that I do encourage in the classes that is that each individual develop and discover their own unique style. And uh, um, because I think we have channeling in a box, that it's supposed to look a certain way. And I think in my channeling, I really began to trust it when I discovered my own unique abilities in, in regards to being able to literally channel um, someone's birth process, to be able to go emotionally, physically, mentally, uh, wherever they needed to go in their process to let go of, of that and to allow healing. And mm-hmm. I started to do that with uh, children early on. And, and it just took off like wildfire. And I was so dedicated to it. And I was so moved by the uniqueness of each human story. And the reason I trusted it was because there was no way uh, that I could have sat in front of a mother and said, okay, let's go with your child. Yes, even though the child wouldn't be there, I could still channel them. And I would never ask the mother anything about the birth process. And so over time, it began to shift and change my abilities with it to where I began to feel the drugs go into my body. If the mother had gotten an epidural, as an example, uh, I would know if the child was bone naturally, if it was a C-section. There were so many elements to it, Maria, that my level of trust with my channeling, that's when it grew. Because I think there is a lot of self-doubt. Is this me? Is it them? Am I interfering? All of that. But this was something that I developed and trusted implicitly. It was amazing. And that's when the my trust frame, so to speak, really grew. And I felt like I, I really had a foundation in my channeling. And well, so, so I was oh, very, very yeah. grateful for my willingness to really do something that I had never known or had never seen anyone else do. I can agree with you on that. I've never seen or heard of anyone that has done what you've done there. And for those of you who may be lacking any clarity, it's not that she would be channeling uh, for a, uh, let's say, a mother who was expecting a baby and what would the the what, yeah. what would it be, what would happen? It would be when a, a mother would have a traumatic experience, or when a person would come knowing that they had they when they were a baby had had a trauma, traumatic experience yeah. at the birth, and he had the ability to actually channel the entire experience of that and getting into a fetal position or the crying, yeah. whatever that would go with it. And I've witnessed some of that in you, Annie. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, it would unwind all the patterns for the other person. Now, I shouldn't say, yeah. how does that work? Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a mystery, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and it was. And it was mothers who would come knowing that their infant had 
had had a, a horrible birth, and so they would be the ones initiating it, mm-hmm. but eventually then the adults started asking me to do them. And so I, I've really kind of moved on beyond, uh, beyond that work now. I felt like I made a, a map uh, in that arena. I still do it occasionally, but um, more for me it was really building that trust within my channeling. And, and, and all that I learned from that with the emotional releasing and things that came at that, uh, I still use in my channeling. And, uh, um, and I, it, it's very, very unique. And so I really uh, encourage all of my students to discover their unique gift. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they are varied gifts as, as being a witness in that class to hear the different qualities <laughs> and languages and energies that come through. Now, I bet there are a lot of listeners out there that have no probably have no inclination to take a channeling class, but they may still be very interested in hiring a channel or having a session so they can have access to that information through a channel. Annie, would you give our listeners an idea of what should they be looking for when when they're looking to hire a channel for a session? Oh, first of all, I think uh, what's vital is that you listen to and evaluate the information that has been coming through that channel with wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think with any channel out there, individuals need to be discerning. Yeah. And um, because it does take, uh, just because someone is channeling doesn't mean necessarily that what they are channeling is true. And uh, there needs to be discernment with that. And particularly in the 80s when it began, yes, there was a lot of giving away of power to channels. And so as you evaluate, it's really about does this information appeal to me? Does it feel like it's empowering individuals? Mm-hmm. And that's key. I would say that's number one. Yeah. Is it taking power or is it empowering individuals? And it should always be empowering individuals. It should always be loving. And so to evaluate in that way, and it's really uh, an, individual's, uh, an individual's personal discretion, I guess. Yes, we talked about, a bit about this yesterday, Annie, with the idea not only empowering people, but that you should go to a channel and have the sense that you are coming away to make your own choices and decisions. It's the, it seems like the channel is really helping you to take deeper responsibility for yourself, not telling you, yes, do this, make that choice. You know. And so our, I guess another question would be, are you, when you go to the channel, becoming more of yourself in the process of working with the channel? Absolutely. And it's interesting. I have a lot of people who will say, well, how many sessions do you think I should take? And uh, uh, Luma or Samuel, who I channel, they never say, oh, well, you should come back for five sessions ever. They (laughs) always say, this is up for you to decide. Mm -hmm. This is up for you to decide. If you feel a need, um, please come back. But uh, if not, uh, because what they really want to do is to give the individual enough information so that they might be able to work with it for a while. Now, occasionally in some of the sessions that I do uh, uh, with some of the emotional releasing, uh, we do see that some individuals are so tightly bound in some of their emotional baggage that it makes it difficult for them to really take information and work with it on their own until some of this... mm, emotional baggage has been released so that they have the ability to kind of breathe within themselves again. And so, and so uh, uh, sometimes when we do some of the emotional releasing, people will come back sooner rather than later. 
But what I love is when individuals feel that there's not a need to come back, that they've received enough information that now they can uh, work with things on their own. And so um, uh, it's always about empowerment. And nothing thrills me more, and I know Luma and Samuel, than to get a call from someone or an email saying how much their life has changed. Mm. Well, that well, absolutely, and I, I can I can attest to that. That one time I came for a reading, and I was bound up emotionally, and and the channel that whichever channel was there at the time would help to feel literally feel those emotions, and then I could feel them moving in me, and then I could feel my feelings. And it's it's easy for us all to get frozen in our emotions time to time. And of course, what do we want to do? Is is shut down, or you know, move to an addiction, or do something to not face those feelings? But that's another aspect that's beautiful about this. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're, Annie is going to do some channeling for us. We're still waiting for some of you to call in. Now, some of you may be a bit afraid of doing this. You you, you may not know the channel. Very loving entities always come through, Annie. Um, and again, you, we won't be asking your full name, but we'll, we'll be using your first name. Um, and Annie will need some time to go into her altered state. So we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> Please call 866-472-5795, 1-866-472-5795 if you would like to experience the live channeling here on the air. And if not, then I certainly have questions for one of the entities and they'll be talking and answering more questions for us. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. listening to legendary leaders with maria danley to receive the answer to your most burning question please call 1-866-472-5795 again that's 1-866-472-5795 now let's return to legendary leaders Welcome back, and I want to uh, take whatever moments of, of qu- whatever mo- uh, minutes of quiet we need because Annie does take a while to move into channeling mode. So, 
All right then, this is Luma Dear Maria, and such a delight to be with you and your guests. So, <laughs> thank uh, you. Well, 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 we are ready for questions. If anyone has one for us, and what a delight to be with you. What a delight to be with you too, Luma. And before we take, we do have a caller, and, and the others will come. Before we go there, I'd love to hear you speak about what what it is like for either you entities come through humanity, or to talk a bit about channeling yourself. What is your perspective that you'd like my audience to hear about channeling, or any information you'd like to share at this time? Thank you. Uh, well, as Annie has shared, yes, in many ways, uh, well, we were, and in the, we have been in a long-term relationship with her long before we will say even this incarnation. Uh, she has prepared for this uh, relationship over many, many lifetimes, and uh, even this is new information for her, all right? Um, but we have been with her, so it is a great thrill for us to have a more conscious relationship with her. As well, it is important to know that uh, ourselves and many of the beings who are coming through channels these days, yes, uh, many of us are anxious to do whatever we can to aid individuals in this evolution of consciousness that is happening on planet Earth at this time. And uh, uh, there are many beings who have a variety of perspectives, who have uh, um, different intentions than what we may have with Dear Annie. Uh, we work mainly with emotional healing, and and, uh, uh, um, and 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 that is how should we say our thrill, so to speak, is to work with individuals uh, at, at that level because nothing is. Uh, real in your reality except your emotions. And so if Annie only chose to be in relationship with us and to not, in a sense, share us with anyone, we would be absolutely happy with that choice and decision mm. as well. Mm. So as we view humanity, it is so beautiful uh, to witness the depths of love that are unfolding, the uh, willingness as well to explore other realms of consciousness, which, of course, opens doors of opportunity for many new friends to uh, make their presence known. So it is mm. just an honor and a thrill, just as it is uh, uh, for many, from what we hear, to talk to us. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, we don't have as much time. We have about 20 minutes of channeling here, but we do have two callers, at least, that, that are lined up here. Um, so All you right, may have, have to take that a bit. your answers a bit shorter. But we have Julie from Delaware with us. And uh, Julie, are you there? Yes. Do you have a question for Luma today? Uh, yes, I do. Um, I, I, I've actually been a, a, a fairly worried about my husband's health. Um, he received a diagnosis from a neurologist that he may have something like Guillain-Barré syndrome, and then recently he went to an ophthalmologist, and it seems that there may be a problem with his eyes. I, I'm a little bit confused about what the matter is. Like, I don't know if there's some bleeding in the back of his eye or, or something like that. But um, I'm just wondering if there's anything I can, I might be able to do to help my husband or give him some mm -hmm. advice. Mm -hmm. uh, and how open is he to um, his own inner journey? Uh, it's hard to say. He's a physicist, and he tends to, 
to trust what he learns from science or from yes, physics? Yes, more, more logic and reason, yes. <laughs> Much more logic, <laughs> Logic yes. and reason and a distrust of what he cannot see, more, more, more that, or less. That's correct. Yes. And so we always encourage individuals to continue, absolutely, uh, uh, with whatever course of treatment and, and, and with the, the doctors, particularly with something like this, absolutely so. But at the same time, what you can help him with is opening up, opening up, opening up, because this is a call from his higher self as well, and this is a call uh, to, from his higher consciousness to open up to other realms of consciousness, to be able to witness, to be able to see that there is more to reality than what he is currently experiencing and trusting and trusting. That is what's so key for him, to trust his intuition, to trust the impact of his love in particularly. Yes. Yes. To trust the impact of his love and to open to be willing to receive more and more love in his reality as well. Now, when we say that, this is a journey that is unfolding for him, obviously, and you are a part of it. And we understand that it is vital. Yes, for you to express your emotions around this, to express them responsibly, because we can feel your fear, absolutely. And so we want you to not stuff it down, but to find moments in which you can express your fear responsibly, yes? Yes. Because this is an opportunity for you and your husband, for the intimacy of your relationship to grow and to expand as well. This is also an opportunity for him to learn and to know that he can lean onto you, that he can lean onto the unseen. It seems like he is extraordinarily self-reliant, yes? Yeah, extremely self-reliant, yes. Yes, and yet he cannot go through this alone. Okay. And he needs to open up to levels of vulnerability because it is in that vulnerability that he will allow the love to impact him. And it is in that vulnerability <clears throat> that he will also allow for healing to come in, to realize that this is an opportunity for him to begin to see the world a bit more in a more expanded way, let's put it that way. The old world of the twisted masculine domination, yes, that is leaving, and a new world is opening up, and part of it is this new paradigm of oneness, yes, it frightens him. He doesn't have the measuring and observing advices to see it as he most desires, to experience it as he most desires. And so this is an opportunity for him to pause and to reevaluate how he views and is seen and interacting in his reality. It is a call for tremendous change, obviously. Okay. And so you thank you. That's very, very helpful. We guide him absolutely so. Let him be vulnerable. Have him express his emotion. <clears throat> Have him express his fears. Let him know you are right there by his side because you are, because you are. We wish we could dive a bit more into this, but uh, 
this conversation is as, as much for you as it is for him. Oh, okay, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Our love to you, dear friend. And what is his name, may we ask? Uh, uh, yeah, Greg. All right, all right, all right. Yes. Thank you, Julie. And um, you can, for anybody out there, you can always hi, uh, call up, uh, let's say, go to anniebossingham.com and you can get a private reading with uh, one of these entities. Absolutely. So thanks for calling in, Julie. Oh, thank yes, you so much. Absolutely. I appreciate wish... it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Our love to you, dear one. Uh, thank you. We also have Helen from Chicago. Helen, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. Hi. All right. You. Welcome, Helen. Hi, Annie. Um, I'm just struggling with some things that just pop up from time to time about worthiness and self-esteem. And since I'm not um, bringing in a big paycheck, how how um, it just brings up a lot of worthiness issues in my relationships, and I'm trying to mm-hmm. move beyond that. I was wondering if you had any suggestions. Yes, well, uh, it's interesting, yes, that um, part of your evaluation of yourself is that you aren't bringing in the big paycheck, yes? And we just want you yes. to see and to know that that is so related to the old paradigm of the twisted masculine and world of domination, where that is the measurement of your value in so many ways. Yeah. And yet that is the illusion, and so what is happening now is it's time for you, yes, and even as with your self-esteem, yes, looking for that self-esteem outside yourself, seeking that approval from outside yourself. See, if I make more money, then I can have more value. And the truth of the matter is that paradigm is disappearing quickly. And so this is an opportunity for you. First of all, if you want a bigger paycheck, one of the keys as well is to know your value, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. That that comes first, to know right. your value, to know your yeah. worth, to have that self-esteem in place, and to really look beyond, yes, just that paycheck, to look how you give, to look how you nurture, to look at your levels and what's being called for right now as well as for you to open up to new levels of creativity. It seems like you're bored with what you're doing, are you not? Um. I, well, yeah, I'm bored with the old things I've been doing. Yeah, I'm excited about the new, but not quite sure how to go about it. So Yes, well, and what's important is that you get into the function, the underlying function of what it is that you want to be doing. It seems like you had to have a bit of the form there, yes, but you're not quite trusting it yet. And so what we yeah. want you to do is to think of, okay, I have this form that's kind of so-so right now, and it's not quite rewarding me as I want yet. But first of all, we want you to really examine as to, wait a minute, this is a part of my excitement. And so when we talk about function, we're talking about really kind of the essence of what it is that you want. And this is in the more real, yes? The form is just a part of the illusion. So this is in the more real. So what we see what you're asking for is, first of all, is that you are choosing to live. You want greater abundance in your life and to feel that yes and that abundance not only comes in financial reward but comes in the form of friendship and freedom and uh, 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 and creativity and so you want more freedom you want creative more creativity you want 
an opportunity for growth as we see it as well in one way or another, whether that be, uh, in a sense, uh, uh, opening up to uh, different levels of a, of a work reality, but also it is opening up to your leadership and to trust it. Do you see yourself as a leader? I'm beginning to. Yes. 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 To open up to your leadership skills. You have the ability to pull the best out of everyone, but first you've got to pull it out of yourself. And you've got to treat yourself as you would treat others. Yes. With a bit more tenderness, with a bit more care, and with uh, patience as well to know that you are making a shift in your reality that is just going to continue to expand, but you've got to trust it and you've got to see your value and to know that, hey, this isn't something that I need to earn. This is something that I desire. This shift in my reality, I want greater ease and elegance. I want more freedom. I want more creativity. I want it to call upon my leadership skills. I want to challenge myself. Self, and you have enormous courage and incredible will. Put them into action without apology. Okay. You know what yeah. we mean when we say that, without apology? Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Yes, it is. It's huge for you. I'm going to go after this without apologizing. I'm not going to defend it. I'm just going to go for it. And even if you fail at it, which you're not, but even in failure, it's all in how you look at it. If you gather the gifts and treasures, you may end up knowing that, oh, I had to go here in order to make this left turn. But one thing that is so important for you right now is not to settle. Not to settle so that you feel safe and secure. It's boring. Thank you. You're a dreamer. You You're a visionary. Begin to trust that. Act upon it, and you will be supported by your unseen friends. You will not believe. If you're willing to step off into the unknown, to take more risk, you are going to see how beautifully supported you are and that your higher self and your soul are right there. And we want to tell you something else. They have dreams for you that far exceed what you would even dare dream for yourself. Wow. And as you move into the future, it's important to know a new paradigm is unfolding, and part of that new paradigm is opening up to receiving, is opening up to co-creation, where you don't have to do it all alone. It is a higher resonance of your spirituality, and it is the next journey for yourself and for humanity. It's very exciting. Thank you. Boy, that's beautiful. I really appreciate that so much. Absolutely so. What a joy, Helen, to be with you. Thank you. Oh, my joy. Thank you. Thank you, Helen. And um, I just want to make sure that, that my audience can hear and know how to find, learn more about uh, Annie's channeling and her channeling classes because we're kind of winding down to the end of the show here. And um, we're so happy to have you here, Luma. Is there anything you'd like to say in closing, let's say, to this audience before Annie comes back? Mm, well, we think we'll just kind of follow up on what we just said to dear Helen in Chicago, yes, that... Uh, uh, 
we believe channeling, yes, in, in all of its various forms and, and in, in all of its unique partnerings, it really is a reflection of the evolution of consciousness that is happening upon your planet right now, yes? There used to be a time in the past where channeling was about being unconscious, and there are still some extraordinary unconscious channels, but we feel the need for that uh, just isn't there anymore because it is about becoming more and more conscious in your world. And, and so it's a very exciting time to open up and to begin to create that new paradigm that is evolving but depends upon each an individual, each individual out there building it within themselves, that it is a whole new way to begin to experience and to view reality. And that new paradigm of oneness, yes, of unity and, uh, and for individuals in that oneness to discover their own individuality, their own uniqueness uh, as they explore their relationship to oneness as well. And we really believe that there are going to be more and more conscious channels out there. And what we see as a future with channeling is that there will not be a need for it at all, quite honestly, yes, <laughs> is that individuals will know that they are that organic modem and that they can open up and to receive and to engage and to feel and to interact on many, many realms all on their own with just their conscious intention, desire, and excitement in place. Mm, absolutely so, beautiful. Uh, it's very exciting unfoldment that is happening on your world, dear Maria, and we thank you. Well, I thank you too. And what a wonderful way too for each of you out there to connect more deeply to your higher self and to entities that you've known throughout lifetimes that are just waiting to get to know you. And we also would say that we know Annie has channeling classes that are scheduled in uh, here in Marin, California. She does it also in Arizona and there are other locations. But for all of you out there, some of you may be so excited as I am right now and you may have a, a women's group, a men and women's group that would just love to have Annie out to do a private class in channeling. Her rates are very reasonable. and you. Oh, yes, they are so much fun, dear Maria. Uh, <laughs> they are so yes. much fun for us, and we know they are for Annie as well. And uh, maybe we share just a little brief story. Yes, we have four minutes until we are All off right, the air. All right, just a brief so. story, and that yes. is uh, uh, because we find it so uh, just fun to tell. It just felt it just filled us with joy, and that was when Annie began her first class here in Marin. Yes, and we believe there were eighteen or twenty students in the class, and many of the individuals, uh, when we asked why are you in the class, what they shared was, "Well, we're in the class because we're here to support Annie." Yes, that was yes. what yes. probably half the class said. We're here to support Annie. Our friends are taking it. Well, about the fourth class in, all of a sudden individuals began to say, oh my goodness, this is real. <laughs> this is happening. Absolutely. And uh, all of those, yes, who had those, uh, 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 who really came into the class believing that they would never channel, now channel. And they are beautifully channeling beautifully. And it just filled us with such joy for them to tap into the realness of this. And, and we believe that most people just, uh, once you have that embrace by an unseen friend, it is a very 
physical and emotional experience. And it is just that union. There's nothing like it from our perspective. (laughs) Absolutely. So for all of you who want to expand and grow, this is a fabulous way to do it. Go to Annie Bossingham, A-N-N-I-E-B-O-S-S-I-N-G-H-A-M.com. And uh, that is all the time that we have today, Luma. Thank you. We have uh, just less than one one minute minute left. Pardon me? Our love to you, dear friend. Oh, thank you so much. And I thanks to Annie for being on the show. And for all of you today, that is all the time that we have today. Thank you for listening. We know that we didn't get to all of you who were lined up, but you can always contact Annie directly to book a reading. So for all of you, again, I want to thank you for listening to Legendary Leaders Answering the Higher Calling today. It's always an honor for me to support all of you unsung heroes on your journey to become legendary leaders that you're destined to be, to expand into the unknown, to find out more of who you are and find there are many supporters that will help you along the way including Annie and I do too so until next week I send you all my love and my best wishes for a wonderful week thank you thank you for tuning in this week for legendary leaders Maria Danley invites you to join her for another inspiring show next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave channel. Have a wonderful week.